now. ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. It is hour number two, live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. Hanging out in the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios. Home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida with Jerry Daniels. I'm Mick Grunel with Snicky Football. Right around the corner. By the way, coming up at 7.30, we have Cavs and Celtics. Game number six here on ESPN 580. Dr. Roger Gowdy, the president and CEO of the AAU, is going to join us here on the show to talk about a big event coming to Orlando. He's also a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, so kind of a big night for him. Could be the final game of LeBron James's career. Yeah, he didn't want to at hear home that. in Cleveland. Uh, <laughs> last time we talked to him. Last time we, we talked to him. Yeah, remember we talked about it. And we asked him whether or not LeBron is going to be in Cleveland or somewhere else, and he didn't want to hear it. And we'll ask him about that. We'll ask him about Baker Mayfield uh, as the Orlando resident uh, Cleveland show here uh, on ESPN Five Eighty. We talk more about Cleveland sports, I feel like, than any other show. Uh, in Orlando, which may or may not be a good thing. But uh, we do this game every single week, and we have time to fill it in right now. It's one of my favorites. What do you say with little Night Court? Well, he's one of our favorites. Oh, let's let, let, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me, let me play <laughs> the right thing here. great production value yeah, there. Yeah, hold on. Let me play the right thing here, okay? So I've got like nine tabs open here. Let's go Night Court. Let's all go to court. Let's go make some lore now. Yeah. Yeah, 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 some law. Ow. I say we go to court. Let's go yes. to court. Let's go to court. Hey, you lawyer guys, you don't know me and Johnny are watching you while we're high. That was That magic. felt smooth. That felt oh. really smooth. So in the pocket. Oh. <laughs> All right, you know the game. Jerry brings up a bunch of issues in sports. Yeah, yeah. I judge on them. We break them down. We discuss them. It's night court. Uh, court is in session. I just slammed my gavel. Go ahead. We start off internationally tonight. I don't know if this court Rar-ro. actually covers international law or uh, not. This is not an international court, but we will judge. Um, overseas in Russia for years now, they've played a style of curling with cars where they take abandoned vehicles and they push them down the ice. This is so Russia. Yeah, it's very Russia. Well, apparently the, the, the sport has now come to the Western Hemisphere to this country known as Canada. Well, apparently hey. now um, there's a battle between the Saskatchewan Police Department and the local car curling club because they said all vehicles, whether running or not, as long as they're movable, have to be registered. Well, the curling club now says this is unexpected expense now for the club. Who is right? The Saskatchewan local police force or the local car curling club? Wow. Uh, who am I to get between a Mountie and a ticket? Uh, I I got to come down on this side. Listen, I mean, I'm a man of the people uh, and Canadian or otherwise. I, I'm going to judge. On, I would judge on the side of the people here. I mean, they're not driving the cars. They're pushing them. This is so stupid. This is such a stupid thing. I love I love when something like this happens. <laughs> that they're trying to they're trying to scam. Canada's trying to scam a couple of extra bucks out of these idiots pushing cars up there, playing some stupid game based on curling. What they, they could said if the car didn't have wheels, okay. it would be okay. But how are you gonna do curling with a car with you no can't, wheels? I do like that you Canada down? I do like that Canada adopted this sport because they didn't have enough that they're already doing on ice up there. They needed one more activity on ice and pushing cars seemed to be one of them i would err in favor of the people not the mounties here i don't know why the cars need to be registered 
next next case. It's a stupid, <laughs> stupid thing. All right, uh, Your Honor, I bring this next case By up to you. By the way, that you. is also how this game goes. I normally just say all the things are stupid and we move past them. Go ahead. Uh, Richie Incognito reportedly told police, as reported earlier in the show, that uh, he was an NSA agent mm-hmm. while he was arrested for allegedly throwing a dumbbell and tennis balls at persons of interest in a Florida gym. This happened in Boca Raton, which, for those of you who don't know, is uh, Spanish for what? Rat mouth or something of that nature? I have no idea. Yeah, that's what Boca Raton knows. Um, so uh, what do we do here with Richie Incognito? He's already retired. You can't suspend him mm-hmm. because he's not playing for the Buffalo Bills anymore. Uh, I, I Can you can you punish him? you charge him some bills? Can you pu- punish him? Cra- can you punish someone for being crazy? I mean, like, I, I, I guess... What, you know what I'd like you know what I think you should do I think that you should you should punish him by sentencing him to two weeks with Jonathan Martin that's what you should do oh, for you to I go think, there I think you you know you lock the two guys up together <laughs> and maybe they get they, they figure it out I don't know Richie and Pouncy the other Richie incognitos let, let's go back let's go back okay. in time now and judiciate that whole Miami Dolphins bullying scandal who was in the right there? And now I'm saying it might be uh it might be Which Martin. crazy guy which yeah, crazy guy was in Martin. the right there? Martin was? Yeah, because he was the one crying, right? We have plenty of evidence that Richie Incognito, kind of a bad dude, kind of a jerk, and we have more evidence right here as it is. This guy probably chemically imbalanced in some way, though I don't I guess like I don't wanna I don't wanna just throw that out there because I have no evidence of it whatsoever. I don't wanna rationally speculate on that, but the guy the guy has some issues and I don't know necessarily we can confirm what they there's are. issues there. Yes, we have it on tape. There's definitely issues there. Uh I don't know, like I this is the kind of guy where um I, I, I think we should keep a close eye on because you never know what he's gonna do next. I don't know. Like he he concerns me as like he's not someone that he's not someone that I, I think is is hundred percent right, that's all. Uh, the next case I bring to you involves someone I'm not necessarily concerned about, but it's a situation that I think merits some concern for the parties of interest. All right. All right. The gentleman we're talking about is a gentleman by the name of Justin Verlander. He pitched on Wednesday. He had a 4-1 win. His ERA now sits around 1. It's like a historical uh, start he's off to oh, right it's, now. Oh, it's crazy. 11 starts. But here's the problem. According to Kate Upton, someone who he now knows. Now I'm listening. Now I'm listening. Um. He's not had any relations since the streak has started. We're straight oh. Bull Durham here. So, um... Nuke Lelouch. Is she allowed to find another uh, pitcher? <laughs> Did you really just ask me that? <laughs> Did you really just ask me that? Uh, I mean, it's been 11 starts. How many months is that? Is that two months? Here's the thing. Uh, if I was Justin Verlander... We both love Bull Durham just, Yes, we do. <laughs> J- Justin Verlander has made... Plenty of money, right? I mean, Justin Verlander's had an incredible career. He got the World Series ring last year playing with the Houston Astros. I don't care how well I'm pitching. I give Kate Edden whatever she wants. All right? <laughs> I don't care if it means my game goes to hell. I give because he's probably gonna play baseball another three years, tops. If he's lucky, he's gonna get to be with her for another fifty years. I would give her whatever whatever she wants, but uh, I'm not answering the first question. That's a ridiculous question. Is that the last one? It feels no, like we this. got two more. We got two more. Yeah, they get worse. This is gonna get more ridiculous. Good thing we're playing this on a Friday. 
All right, what's the next one? All right, uh, I bring I bring forward a father and son hold case on, to hold you. Hold on, that that pause right there from Jerry is him considering whether or not he wanted to do this topic right here. I heard this, this one's thought okay. bubble. This All one's right, okay. Go this ahead. one's okay. So this involves a father and son. Sure. Apparently, LeVar Ball has reached out to the training team for Tom Brady. What is it? <laughs> D whatever? Uh, TB12? TB12. Alex Guerrero? Because he says that it is the Lakers training system that is responsible for his son's issues on the court. And I hope that Guerrero saw Ball, LeVar <laughs> on the Color car ID. ID and just hit ignore. Because that's what I would do with this dude. Blaming anybody. By the way, Lonzo had an okay rookie year. He struggled. He can't. He's a point guard. He can't yeah. shoot. He's a rookie that's going to learn the game. Guess what? Like his father wrote a check that his son couldn't cash. Lavar has nobody to blame but himself for the way that Lonzo played this year. If it didn't live up to expectations, but this kid is going to end up being a serviceable player in the NBA. Should he have been taken number two? Probably not. But Lavar is a one-man marketing machine, and he was able to speak it into existence. It has impressed me. I have supported LeVar at times because the way that he's able to do that just kind of make stuff work with it just make make things happen by just talking about them impresses me as a radio host kind of but I hope that he they, they ignored that call I would want nothing to do on a business side with LeVar Ball to me I think the guy's a snake oil salesman who's the biggest disappointment that they can't shoot is it Markel Fultz or is it it's Markel it is it's Markel the Sixers number one pick because they traded a one to get that one, and then Jason Tatum's the better player, and Markel Fultz had a shot when he was in Washington, and now he's broken. Do you put Danny Ainge on probation for that theft, that first-degree felony that he did on No, I pat him on the back, man. Game respects game. We got one more? Well, I think we'll wrap it up on that, but I do okay. want to wish a happy anniversary, or happy birthday, 45th birthday, to my boy, uh... And now big you're and sexy, big and sexy. Oh, Bartolo Colon. Yeah, he turned forty-five. Mr. Today. Big Sexy. I know he he survived that line drive off his uh, off his stomach. Good for him. That'll do it. Night. That was my fifth one. I was going to ask you what the penalty was for line driving his stomach. line driving his stomach. Oh man, Night Court is now out of session. We'll talk about that <laughs> next time. Coming up next, Dr. Roger Gowdy, President and CEO of the AAU. We'll talk to him about a little Cleveland sports and a big event coming to Orlando. Something you want to go to. That's all coming up. It's live, local, and loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's Live, Local, and Loud. Hey, welcome back. Live, Local, and Loud here on ESPN 580, broadcasting from the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunel. What's Nikki Football? You can get in touch with us at 844-225-5580. The text is 21232. Well, he's one of our favorite guests uh, we've had on, thanks to our friends at the AAU, and he's the president and the CEO of the AAU, but it's not his position as to why he's one of our favorite guests. We had a ton of fun with him a couple of weeks ago. Uh, he has Dr. Roger Gowdy, and he joins us here on Live Local and Loud. Uh, Dr. Gowdy, appreciate you, you joining us. Uh, we we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the Browns and the Calves, and you <laughs> you you were you were very heavy in on that the Cavs were going to make it back to the finals. They're they're in a tough spot, and the Browns took Baker Mayfield. So I want to st- let me start you with the Cavs tonight. Big night for you tonight, Doctor Gowdy. Yep, we got them right where we want them here. LeBron take care of business at home tonight, and uh, I uh, I'm confident that he will. And I think Game Seven, the experience. Uh, that the Cavs have, along with the, the big guy named LeBron, I think we'll be fine in Game 7 in Boston. And what about Baker Mayfield? What did you think about Baker Mayfield as the uh, number one pick? On, 
I'm still working on that one. I, uh, you know, I just hope he isn't uh, like our guy that we got from Texas Tech a few years ago, uh, 2.0. And people tell me he's not, and people tell me he's uh, got a big heart, and he's a hard worker, and he's an overachiever, and that's what this city's about up here. So I I hope he's all of the above, and I hope he's able to lead the Browns to the playoffs this year. Yeah, hopefully he's not a Johnny Manziel, but uh, Baker Mayfield can kind of be his own guy. (laughs) I I think you guys have a little bit of a squad there if Baker Mayfield can play. You've got an interesting team. It might be a team that wins more than one game this year, which would be a step up. <laughs> well, if we won one, that'd be a hundred percent more than we won last year. And we're still waiting for our head coach to jump in the lake because he promised if he went zero sixteen that he would jump in the lake. And I'm still waiting for that. The lake's warm enough for him to do it now. So I hope he's a man of his word. Yeah, uh, I, I think the writing's on the wall there that Todd Haley will be your interim head coach by about week nine or so. But we'll. Uh... <laughs> We'll have to see on that. Uh, He's Dr. Roger Gowdy, the president and CEO of the AAU, joining us here on Live Local and Loud. Uh, LeBron James is 9-3 when faced with elimination. So the question is, is there a chance we're going to see two AAU players who played together before, Clay Thompson and Kevin Love, face off against each other? Um, Is this something neat for you to see these AAU players grow up and then see them on national stage? It really is, because I think the statistic, the most recent number we have is about 78% of players that play, I mean, 78% of players in the NBA that play in the NBA have been former AAU players. And obviously, the rest of those are usually international players or players that just haven't played that. But most of the kids that have played at the higher levels have played AAU at some point in time in their career, including LeBron. Any particular matchups, you know, guys who were friends when they were kids but then grew up to be adversaries kind of stick in your, your memory, maybe Jason Kidd and Gary Payton or another set that you remember watching going, I remember when those two got along? Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> well, you know, I, I think you, I'm sure you've heard the story about LeBron and Steph Curry being born in the same hospital mm-hmm. in uh, Akron, Ohio, and uh, because, you know, Steph's dad played for the Cavs at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah, Dell. Yeah, no. That's right. I forgot that story. <laughs> I forgot that they were born. Yeah. You're right. That uh, that was a bit, yeah, that was big talk back in like 20. General, yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, so, so, does, so do you think cool. LeBron who would've, ever. Who would have thought, thought that back then? Two kids from Akron, Ohio would be facing off three years in a row and hopefully four years in a row for the NBA championship. Both of them have dug themselves a little bit of a hole, but I have confidence that both of them will make it to the finals. Uh, today, the uh, 2018 edition of Madden uh, announcement was that they were going to release that. They haven't released the name of who's going to be on the main cover, but they've got a Hall of Fame edition. Tim Tebow. Um, oh, Tim oh, Tebow's no, coming. No, okay. He's being mean. Um, so my question for you is, is the last <laughs> time we had you on, you kind of teased us with the little eSports thing. Uh, any further development on that? Because it kind of got us flustered. <laughs> it got you flustered. Yeah. Well, we, we are going to be doing some eSports, and actually we're going to be rolling some of it out. We, we had intended to do some at our volleyball this year, but uh, it's just so hard to put stuff in there. We have so much going on already. But we are at our basketball events this summer. Uh, we had materials to do it, and we're going to kind of road test it or alpha test it at our basketball events. And we're working with some groups now uh, in this country, and we're also working with some groups uh, from China 
that uh, we hope to uh, go full-blown into the eSports event. As you know, the NBA has what they consider to be four leagues, the uh, NBA, the WNBA, the G League, and their E League. So they're, they're full-blown into it, and it's kind of a wave of the future. There's a lot of kids and adults that play those sports, and so we want to be on the cutting edge with everybody else, and AAU fully plans to be in that business. I don't know to what degree yet. Like I said, we, if we're going to do it, we want to do it right, like we do everything else, and make sure it's quality events and make sure that the kids that really know that stuff are getting their bang for their buck and doing it and uh, make sure it's the best in the business. He's Dr. Roger Gowdy. He's the president and CEO of the AAU here on Live Local and Loud. I, I could talk to you about the e-gaming stuff uh, all night, but we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll save it for when we talk to you next time, too, and, and, and hopefully right. that, that develops. I You mentioned your volleyball event that is coming up here in Central Florida, um, and and I know it's an event that, uh, that you are very close to because you're heavily involved in that volleyball program. Uh, I know it's something important to you. Tell me, tell me a little bit about it because more than – 30,000 athletes from across the country are going to be competing in it. That is correct. And uh, we've been growing uh, since about 20 years ago when we started down in Orlando with 123 teams. Uh, we, about five or six years ago, set the Guinness's Book of World Records with a number of teams for a volleyball event with about 1,738, I think. Well, every year since then, we've been growing. And this year, the most recent number I heard, we were up by 265 teams. I think this year's total number of teams comes out to about 2,630. And it's, it's starting to push more like 40,000 athletes and about 10,000 coaches and about 125,000 spectators wow. over the this year we're going to be going for 12 days. If you haven't been to it, I'd love, love to personally invite you guys. We'd love to go. Uh, broadcast live from there if you'd like. And uh, we would love to have you because there's nothing like it in the world. The, the second largest pyramid to us, you could drop in the middle of ours. You wouldn't even know it was there. Uh, we actually have a room available up in the top of the convention center that you can broadcast from. And uh, you can see a million square feet of volleyball being played. And you can uh, wow. you know, see 188 courts going on simultaneously and it's a sight to behold you know i have a great idea then if you outdo the numbers of last time then we could make it the biggest broadcast of live (laughs) of a volleyball indoor event in the guinness book of world's record i'm just trying to angle somewhere we're gonna gonna get out there we're gonna get out there we can make make that happen give give us a call uh (laughs) rachel and her team over there and cody at uh at our community uh, public relations uh, group could make that happen for sure. And uh, like I know we have a room available because we used to do uh, photographs up above, and you could overlook the whole thing. And we'd lo- love to have you as our guest. And if your if your management would be willing to broadcast live, we'll work to make it happen. Yeah, I think the only thing that would be better is if we had a sports team volleyball broadcast versus uh, yeah. Uh, versus TV or something. We'll have to figure yeah, out. Well, will, TV, no, we'll, people are in better <laughs> shape make, than us. We'll free up a court. We'll make that happen. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, the, the, the big, we use, like I said, we use the whole North Hall, the whole South Hall uh, for, the, I think, the first eight days of the event. And the international teams, uh, uh, come in, we have teams from 17 different countries. Uh, they come in, uh, in later in the event with the older age groups. 
but uh, there's some really good volleyball. We arguably have some of the best volleyball, junior volleyball in the world played there. Uh, at least that's what the better clubs tell me. So uh, we're very excited about this once again, and it's always great to see um, you know, the last day we have the U.S. versus the world, um, and we play off uh, to in our 18 Open division. Uh, the winner of that division plays the winner of the international division, and uh, they play for the Jim Coleman Cup, which is a legendary guy in uh, volleyball uh, out of the Chicago area. And um, it's for the world championship. So we'd love to have you there for that. We'd love to have you there at the beginning. We have some VIP receptions during the week. We have people from all over the world coming in that want to partake and get you get into our program in AAU volleyball. People from China to Kosovo to uh, Slovenia to Northern Africa. Uh, so we'd love to have you, and we can get you some good interviews with kids. Uh, actually, we have a, a thing called The Zone, which is a social media live feed that's really kind of cool that the kids seem to like. Uh, we're packing uh, 40,000 meals for uh, kids uh, um, in areas across the country that are needy. Uh, we have Alex's Lemonade, if you know anything about that. Mm-hmm. It's a oh, yeah. Story. The magic she, partner with them as well. Be there. I mean, her mother's going to be there in that group. We have Think Pink and Dig Pink and... We have all kinds of groups there because we're trying to teach our kids some uh, social responsibility as long as being great athletes. So we got a lot of fun things going on. So it's it's a wild and woolly 12 days is all I'll say. Yeah, and we are... Uh, we love to have you guys as part of it. We, yeah, we're I'm gonna we're going to talk to some people here. We're definitely going to get out there we'll for that event. We'll have to find some VIPs for that reception. I know, but. and I know you're going to be down there, so I want to make sure you join us back on the show, too, when, you, when we're down there out there. Okay, Dr. Gowdy? I would love it. I would love it. I think once you see it, once you see it, you'll never forget it. And I tell people that all the time, and people think, well, I've been to a tournament, and I've been to this. But when they go down to the escalators at the Orange County Convention Center and see all that volleyball going on in the one roof, it just blows them away. Well, we will make sure to get out there. We will talk to you then. I appreciate you letting us know all about this event. We're going to make sure we promote it. It sounds like uh, something everyone needs to get out to. Uh, he's the president and CEO of the AAU. He's he's Dr. Roger Got a good friend of ours here on the show. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, though, and we're out there. Sounds good, and let's hear it for Go Cavs. Go Cavs, Dr. Roger Gowdy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to heading down there and broadcasting from that. It sounds like we're going to have a ball. Yeah, I think we will. We'll have a ball. You know who's going to have a ball? I think LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's coming up next, game number six from Cleveland here on ESPN 580 Orlando.